Hello, and welcome to Sound Body Wisdom. This is Jacqueline. And today, I want to talk about one of the three skills that I think is fundamental to shifting our inner landscape and, and living a life with more nourishment and more joy. And this skill is kindness. You know, when I first began making significant changes in myself and my life, I noticed that there was an essential quality that I brought to my, my mindset and my approach. And this quality was kindness. So often, you know, kindness is regarded as just sort of a form of niceness, but it goes well beyond this. Kindness, it quickly became the antidote for, for an inner landscape that didn't offer me much breathing room. You know, and learning to bring kindness to myself meant I could soften into my own wisdom. I could take a breath and I could learn to stay close to all my parts. Kindness was able to show me how much I actually cared about myself and how I could care even more. So I believe that the kindness or compassion towards ourselves is a game changer because in many ways our ability to truly care and have compassion for others is sourced from this core space of knowing it for ourselves. You know, kindness gives us permission to stop criticizing and judging ourselves. It, it creates a space that is beyond the unnecessary labels of good or bad. Okay, so let's dive into kindness and, and see what we have. Kindness is a quality that changes the dynamics of everything. I mean, think about any situation, actual or imagined, and then imbue it with some amount of kindness. Notice how the entire tone of things changes. Kindness is a bridge an ally and a, a healing bomb because it, it softens the edges and neutralizes negativity. When we bring kindness, we bring concern for the well-being of all parts and all aspects of ourselves. You know, and kindness, it isn't selective. It isn't particular. It's a nourishing quality that really it just permeates everything that it touches. Kindness asks for nothing in return, and it gives without any strings attached. You know, in fact, philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche believed that kindness and love are the most, quote, curative herb agents that we have as human beings. And even if only a small percentage of what science is telling us is true about kindness, we really have a great source in developing it within us. You know, kindness is a gem whose potential lies within our wiring, in our biology. As a developed skill, kindness allows us a different perspective from which to view and engage life. It, it shows us how things are actually more connected than separate. It naturally creates connection as opposed to division. It works in tandem with curiosity in that it asks us to soften ourselves and ask questions and... It's woven with compassion in that it asks us to feel deeply into our care. You know, in speaking about compassion, most studies and texts about kindness, the term compassion is used almost interchangeably. In my own mind, kindness and compassion are aspects of one another, so that's why you'll notice that I might mention them both, but most often I'll choose to use the term kindness specifically because it feels more easily understood than compassion for many of us. It has a more neutral context. You know, I've also found that many people, 
have a preconceived idea of compassion and that it it seems to get relegated to only being a Buddhist concept or perhaps something that they think is reserved for other people, but not them. But kindness, it feels a bit more ordinary and accessible to people. And so I, I use kindness because our relationship to the words we choose is important and the energy, accessibility, and, and the preconceived ideas around them, they can help or they can hinder us. So I, I always want to use what is a more direct translation for people to help them embrace and embody. So truly, beyond what you call this quality you are developing, it's most important that you can connect with it. This is how it's going to best serve you on your journey. All right, so, so kindness. It can... It can support us because it invites us to be sensitive to the experience of of suffering or challenge within ourselves and with a desire to do something about it. Kindness asks for action. It is not passive. But I would also offer that it's, it's a quality whose definition is expanding as we evolve as a culture. And this expansion would come to include facets of acceptance being non-judgmental, and a softening of rigid belief systems. Kindness and compassion ask and allow us to deeply feel the different parts within us and create a relationship with them. Kindness expressed towards ourselves, it has a proactive dynamic to it. It doesn't let us ignore or just bury our experiences internally, but instead it asks us to show up for them day to day. It's an evolutionary part of our biology, and and it seems to be growing. Apparently, as a species, we know that kindness and empathy, they go a long way for both survival and thriving. It's the alternative to selfishness, because we realize that selfishness just isn't sustainable. You know, and actually, our species has incredible tendencies towards kindness, in play, and generosity, and compassion which are vital functions of evolution, like gene replication, survival, and and partnership among communities. Survival is dependent on kindness and cooperation. And you know what? Darwin is best known for the statement, survival of the fittest, but it was Darwin who believed kindness and sympathy were the strongest instincts that humans have, and that communities with the most sympathetic members will actually flourish. In Descent of Man... Darwin argues that we're profoundly social and caring as a species. He also details other emotions such as love, tenderness, laughter, humility, and he documents the evolutionary origins of these emotions. You know, science has caught up with Darwin to establish the conclusion that that these emotions are at the core of our abilities for integrity and growth and cooperation. You know, they actually found that a very old part of the brain would light up when we feel compassion. And that basically indicates that compassion is a very old part of the nervous system, just as Darwin speculated. Others, along with Darwin, have arrived at this same insight that humans are wired for kindness and compassion. Oh, and did I mention that kindness and compassion have been found to make you feel really happy? Like, experiencing kindness and compassion has been measured by science to show an increased activity in the brain reward centers. These are the same centers that become active around things like sweet foods or or sex or money. Kindness helps to release chemicals in our body that, each in their own unique way, 
can participate in overall feelings of goodness and bonding. You know, kindness stimulates happiness, and happiness stimulates more kindness, and it becomes an ever-giving loop. Kindness can also help create new neural connections in the brain. So in other words, kindness can become a self-reinforcing habit that requires less and less effort to actually perpetuate. So in fact, brain scans have shown that even when we imagine kindness, it activates parts of our emotional regulation system for connection and feeling calm. And loving kindness meditation studies have shown an overall increase in, in positive emotions like joy and amusement, serenity and hope. So science, healthcare, spirituality, they're all confirming the benefits of generating kindness. It is a potent quality to boost our overall well-being. But really, I, I don't need science to tell me how kindness makes me feel or the effect it has on someone else. We all know the difference it makes at any given moment of our day. So, at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned three skills, of which kindness was just one. The other two are awareness and curiosity. Now, to me, these three skills are an amazing trio that work together to help shift our inner landscape. They help us to create space between the less than nourishing thoughts and feelings. Now, how do they do this? Well, basically, first we use our skill of awareness to notice the challenging moments where change can be invited. Then we allow ourselves to be curious about these moments and curiosity creates an opening for change and the possibility for kindness to come in. And then we get to cultivate and offer our unique kindness to the thought or the feeling or the memory, whatever it was that we noticed that's not nourishing us. You know, it, it takes some effort and learning how to finesse these skills within us, but it really does get easier and easier, and it offers us so much in return. Cultivating kindness and directing it towards ourselves, it interrupts self-criticism or other habits that deplete or exhaust us. You know, kindness is where we can relax, we can restore, and completely shift our inner dynamics. It's also the groundwork for a fully sustainable and unconditional love of self. Because really, to me, one of the byproducts of cultivating kindness towards the self becomes having an unconditional love towards yourself. I mean, love, like compassion, it has many ideas and, and misconceptions attached to it. So, you know what, I think it's important to clarify this byproduct of kindness. So, okay, what is self-love? So, let's just start with a standard definition. Unconditional love. The affection with no limits or conditions. Complete love. By this straight definition, unconditional love can, you know, still feel a little bit unclear and maybe offer a little confusion, so let's begin with an investigation. When you ask yourself what it means to love without any conditions or any limits, what answers do you get? What thoughts come to mind? How does your body feel? Your heart? Again, love without any conditions or any limits. Do, do you think it's possible? And how have you personally given or received it? When you think of this love, are there 
Are there any sticky places or possible strings that are waiting on the periphery to attach to it? Just notice what you notice. There's not a right or wrong answer, but simply your experience. Each of us will have such different experiences and ideas about it all, so just feel into what's authentic for you. Because this is where we start, by building our awareness and our curiosity through just asking questions. Since I believe unconditional love for oneself, that is self-love, is integral in our construction of authentic and positive self-esteem, I'm going to go even a step further and just talk a little bit about self-esteem to help you understand why self-love is a fundamental piece of the positive self-esteem pie. So, by definition, self-esteem is the sum of self-confidence, which is a feeling of personal capacity, and self-respect, the feeling of personal worth. So the sum of self-confidence and self-respect. Now, self-esteem is a term used to reflect a person's overall emotional evaluation of their own worth. And because of this, it really it affects the way we are, how we think and feel, how we act in the world, and the way we relate to everybody else. Nothing in the way we think, feel, decide, act, nothing escapes the influence of self-esteem and therefore also self-love. There was a, an article in the Oxford Journal that said this, that the most basic task for one's mental, emotional, and social health which begins in infancy and continues until one dies, is the construction of his or her positive self-esteem. But you know, as humans, we have managed to confuse authentic self-esteem and sort of replace it with feeling good by comparison to others. You know, we seem to feel, quote, good about ourselves when we think maybe we're better than other people. But this is not authentic self-esteem, which in its nature is something that originates from within and is not based on external comparisons. Aha. So love, respect, and kindness or compassion for oneself is a deep power within. It, it not only supports us living well in the world, but it serves to support the world as we interact with it. You know, and even if we got off to a rocky start early in life, we know we can create and build new beliefs, and we can change our wiring. There are challenges, of course, to cultivating our, our self-love, our self-esteem, our self-kindness. Because along the way, in the development of human experience, we somehow made it acceptable and almost expected to not be nice or kind to ourselves. We associate self-love or self-kindness with, with being self-absorbed or selfish or or even something we just perceive as impossible. But just because self-criticism has become socially expected or a, a habit doesn't mean we should maintain and cultivate more of it. It's not nourishing for any of us. And in fact, it depletes us. So all this said, let's go back to where we started. Kindness. Begin with kindness. You can begin to make changes within yourself today by cultivating and experiencing kindness within and towards yourself. You know, there's many different ways to grow your kindness, 
And I'm going to just offer a simple visualization exercise that you can use to get started. This is a, a simple practice that you can do in the morning when you first wake up, where you visualize what kindness toward yourself looks and feels like. So I'm going to talk you through it, and you can feel into it now or listen to this to help guide you in the morning. But try this when you wake up tomorrow. Lay in bed, close your eyes, and relax your mind and your body while you're in this sort of pre-activity moment. Bring all the qualities of kindness you can imagine into your awareness. Ask yourself what kindness means and visualize moments where you felt kindness. Feel those qualities and let yourself breathe deeply as you imagine offering those qualities to yourself. Feel the places in your body, in your heart, your thoughts, where kindness wants to travel. Soften into the experience of kindness within you with each breath that you take. Let kindness permeate your felt sense of self. You can also ask yourself, what parts of you most need kindness right now? Or you might find that a particular memory, an experience, or a thought comes to mind that it had originally felt absent of kindness. Allow yourself to intentionally bring kindness to it now. How does it change? Notice what you notice as you just let kindness flow without limit. Notice if anything hinders your sense of kindness towards yourself and bring your awareness and your curiosity to it. See if there's any other quality of kindness you can offer to this place within you. Continue to ask questions at any time as you learn how to grow this visualization and cultivate your own unique kindness towards yourself. You can try stating out loud how kindness feels for you for example, you might say, I feel at ease and open in the presence of this kindness, or I feel more joy and contentment with this kindness being offered. And just notice what you notice and let the statements come from your experience. The statements are to reinforce what you feel, so be as specific as you can. You can let yourself smile or move, do whatever you need to do to stay clear and present with the experience of this intentional kindness that you are conjuring for yourself right now. After about five minutes or, or when you feel complete, gently open your eyes and let yourself notice the room that you're in and everything around you. Allow yourself to still feel the qualities of kindness within you as you slowly begin to sit up and move into your day. As much as possible, and, and even with setting a reminder maybe, find moments during the day to invoke this morning kindness and let these feelings fill your body. Let them fill your heart and your mind throughout the day. Then before bed, just let yourself reflect back on your day and notice what you notice about your thoughts, your experience. Notice where kindness touched you or moved within you. Who did you meet or interact with and 
How did they impact your kindness for yourself? Did you learn anything new? Were you able to shift your perception from within to meet people in situations differently? And what helped or hindered your kindness for yourself? You know, also, at any time during the day, you can just do a kindness check-in. It can just be really super simple, where you, you first just become aware of your thoughts and feelings in that moment, and then you take a moment to be curious and ask questions about them. And then you can choose to offer kindness to the thought, the feeling, the memory that might need it. Whatever it was that you noticed, just offer kindness. You know, like anything else, learning kindness towards yourself, it takes consistent practice. This exercise or even the quick check-in, it can evolve with you as you learn more about your personal experience of having kindness towards yourself. Kindness really does change the playing field. It's a nourishing quality that, that permeates everything that it touches. All right. This has been Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being kind towards yourself. Mm-hmm.